All right, we're here in the ISA in Las Vegas. It's the first day of the show. Just hit about 3 p.m. in the afternoon, and I'm sitting here with Tommy Lee from ContraVision. Tommy Lee's been in the graphics and sign industry for just about 15 years, working with a couple of different factories. And currently, like I said, he's with ContraVision. How's it going, Tommy? Well, it's going really good. I think uh, right now, you know, some good, some good activity, especially from this vantage point that we're sitting at on top of this booth. Kind um, of get to see everything. So, uh, traffic looks a, a little light, but I think it's because the show is so big. I mean, it's actually it really spread is out. Giant. Yeah, it's, it's a really across. big show this year. It seems. Um, I, I mean, I pretty much go to a show every year, and uh, it looks really busy. Have you seen anything interesting that maybe is new to this year or different ways that the booths are being made or presented to the customers? One thing you could totally tell is there is so much soft signage hung up. And I mean, you know, that's been the trend for a lot of years. But, you know, it used to be only a, the, the big companies were hanging things up. But now when you look at it, I mean, every everybody's got stuff hung up and it's all soft signage, you know. Um, You're not even kidding. Before... You would walk into the, the floor and you would see maybe five or six of the bigger booths with their big halo soft signage over their booth. Today, when you look across here, you're seeing probably a good 50 of them. So now yeah, I don't know how much see. bang you're getting for your buck because there's so many that have their sign up. Like, are you really getting the look that you had five years ago when you would look up and you see a gigantic signage and they're like, oh, there's that company. I'm going to walk over there. Now it's your... Even everyone's finding things. Got it. Right. Even finding things. Like, oh, I'm over here by this booth, you know? And then now you go, oh, I'm over here by the, you know, the, the Onyx software booth. And you're like, where's that halo at? I can't tell. There's a, there's a sea of them. And you so, see this Polaroid? Like, did you know they were getting into the flatbed printer? Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. I mean, I highly doubt they're making their own equipment. Right? What is it? You know? Um, I, I don't know. You is know, it, it HP? It, no, it's... It's got to be a an Asian manufactured re oh. you know I, I think it's Asian manufactured re rebadged sort of maybe different covers and things like that. It's kind of weird that they're jumping into this game um, so late. And especially like I don't really think of when I hear Polaroid, I think of the little small things. You Shake know, it like a Polaroid picture. Yeah, I don't think of wide format. That's what they're doing here. But I mean, who knows? You know, I, I'm sure it was the same when HP when came HP into bought. It. You know, uh, McDermott color span back and they're like, why would you buy that? You You're know, and then kidding. all of a sudden, you know, three years later, they come out with something really legit. And 15 years later, they're like the market. I mean, they're definitely the top printer. I mean, I know there's other ones out there, but if you go from the smaller shops to the big shops, an HP printer, you're pretty much going to see it almost anywhere you go from the production 10 footers to the small 60 inch ones in the Sinorama. Yeah, the, the HP printers are, are super, super popular, no doubt about that. You know, I'm, I'm a little biased. I, I don't like some of their features uh, or maybe some of the lack of features and things like that. But, you know, it's, it's whatever, whatever tool works for the, the business owner, I think that's the thing. And I think that that's, that's the thing that I really see nowadays is the, um, the business owners are just getting it. Like, they're, they're, they're really focusing on many different types of markets versus just well you know i mean if you look 15 years ago when i did my first trade show i remember selling my first printer and all i was talking to them was well you know how many banners you can print and you can print it for eight dollars a square foot 
I mean, good luck trying to get $5 a square foot nowadays sometimes, you know? So that was the talk back then. Hey, banners and then vehicle wraps was such a new thing, you know? Now vehicle wraps is, you know, I mean, if, if you own a sign shop and you don't do vehicle wraps, I mean, you, you might be probably to missing out on a lot of I mean, of I know a lot of them that don't want to get into it. They'll do a lot partial, of hassle. They'll partial do partial wraps. wraps. Yeah. It's but when fast, it comes to doing easy. the full wraps, they don't even mess around because it is competitive and there's people that really just focus on doing the car wraps. And so I do notice that a lot of the sign shops will just do partial wraps because they have the equipment to do it, but they really don't want to deal with all the, the, the work or BS in such a competitive watered down industry like the the vehicle it's wrap. so interesting that it's gotten watered down you know this this whole industry it's 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 nice and it's not nice right, right. it's it's nice that hey everything is becoming more affordable you know a small business of any size can get their a car wrapped but then it kind of sucks if you're in the business like you know you're competing against so many people but i think that there's still a lot of there's still a lot of room for growth there's still a lot of a lot of things you can do because I mean, realistically, your your cre- your own creativity is the limit to all of this. Period. You have the piece of equipment; it prints whatever you want, you know. But you know, you you gotta get out there and, and try to do something. And I think that's what I see a lot at the at the show. I don't see anything revolutionary at the show. That's like, oh my god, we, you gotta go check that out. What I but, do see that's kind of a trip that you know, coming to the show for ten years now, that it, it used to be to me. It was all you would see was LED and real, like, electronic signage. Today, when I'm walking around... International Sign Association, right? Now I'm looking around and I'm seeing graphics everywhere from the printers. There there weren't even printers here five years ago. Now you see printers everywhere. You're seeing the companies that are doing... Printers were here five years ago at the show, but nowhere near in the numbers as they are today. I mean, if, if every... You know, I always wondered before, why have ISA... And SGIA. Well, they were different markets. One specialty graphics, one is, you know, sign. But then all of a sudden, as the market started maturing, I mean, it was like, it's basically a duplicate show, you know? There's ones on the East Coast, ones on the West Coast. But if you're, if you're a player in the quote-unquote sign business of manufacturing or printing or screen printing or something, you're at the show. Both of them. Both of them. So at ContraVision, you know? they will represent at the SGIA, and which... Has a new name. Do you know well, what yeah, the new name it's, is? It's, it's Print United. Um, it's it's pretty much the same same vendors. This is a different name of the show, which seems silly to me. But I mean, because that name SGIA has been around for so long. But you know, somehow you know, I'm not market. I'm not in marketing. So somehow they chose that's that's the better thing to do. Uh, Contravision's always been at SGIA, um, but you know what? Uh, shows are just getting really expensive nowadays. You know, sometimes you question your return on investment. The I mean, people that's who are a coming, big deal yeah, to me. you know, a, a booth for a, a small company. I mean, a ten by ten booth, ten grand. You know, ten, fifteen grand. You know, oh, you you want a chair? That's four hundred dollars a chair. Oh, you want a tabletop? That's another eight hundred. You bring in bucks. a crew and you go out to dinner and you're going to end up spending for a three day show. You're probably even a small 20, company. Twenty twenty five grand. Twenty twenty five grand. Yeah, it's and pretty easy. Are you getting the return? I, I don't know. I honestly, we run all kinds of. Uh, like return on investments, who, what customers came here, did we get any business, did we grow the accounts, what is the show really providing? Because if you're investing eighty dollars to $100,000 into a show expecting to get $2 million of sales from it, that might be unrealistic. I, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not sure, 
I mean, I've worked so many of these shows at so many companies, and you know what? Capturing the leads and following up with them, I mean, it's, it's a problem. It's a problem industry-wide, you know? I, I, I can't, I can't, I wouldn't think that any of the companies I worked at before was, oh yeah, you know what? We really didn't do a good job of this. I mean, every company does it a little bit better, you know, we, but that's only because I've been in the industry longer and every year you're just learning more. So it's not necessarily you're doing it better, you're, you're really just learning. So what do you, you know? think that at a booth like the one that we're in right now, um, when customers are coming in, it's a beautiful booth, it's two stories high, and we're getting tons of people that walk by. But what do you think would be a company like this? What are they looking for to meet at the show? Who are they trying to get to come to their booth, and how is that going to transfer into sales? I think that this show, and I think shows in general, is, is really about product awareness and, and company awareness because how many times you work Marketing at a show and advertising. yeah and people come by and like oh i've never heard of your show so i guess you can look at it hey you know what it's a twenty thousand dollar advertising thing we talked to 200 people ten thousand you know whatever it costs you to come to the show and then you know it's kind of like google adwords you pay per click you know you, so show, what do you, you scan 200 badges i'm right there days, with you i totally agree it's a, with it's a that. lot of money i think i think you spent 20 grand in google adwords that's Dang, what I'm saying. That's a ton of money you that you in, could spend. And, and you go in like Google AdWords or you go even into LinkedIn or Instagram and change the way that you're putting your product to the customers so that they can gain the awareness through avenues that they're already on. Like you have purchasers and fabricators and engineers that are on LinkedIn. Now, it's not like Instagram where they go every day to get their jokes and their funny stuff, but people do check into them even if it's once a week. And if you've got targeted, marketed advertising directly to those purchasers and engineers in the industry that you're in, and you're only paying pennies compared to what you're paying to put your booth here, there might be a better ROI on that. And you never know until you do it. Yeah, I, I think that, I know during our last show that I did was, um, it was SGIA in New Orleans. I want to say it was 2017 or something yeah, like that, Yeah, that was right? two years ago. So. It, 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 yeah, it was in October, it was in New Orleans. But, you know, one of the things is I remember, I think our booth over three days, we had five people working the booth, you know, and I think we scanned close to 200 people. And these are quality people. We weren't scanning just everybody. Scan. Just Just, yeah, just, hey, I think you're good. I'm going to scan right, you. Right. Um, and with that said, how much of the actually, how much, how much in dollars did that really turn out to? I don't know if we really even got a hundred thousand dollars right or did we even break even you know it, it's kind of like because marketing and advertising because nobody call you know nobody goes to the show and especially for our product like oh i'm ready to buy right now yeah maybe they'll buy a roll from their local distributor but you know what i sell i don't sell direct to the customer i sell through a distribution channel and the distribution channel isn't going to tell me hey uh so and so came by your booth and they came by, they called me, and then I told them, oh, yeah, I do have it. And then I ended up selling them a roll. So we kind of don't know. So some of the ROI is is really, definitely. truly unknown oh, no, because we're, you, not, I can definitely we're not selling that. direct. You so know? one of the things that we're doing is now basically anyone that comes to our booth that is a, a potential customer, like you said, a qualified lead, we scan it. And then in our own system, we start marking it like, an, a, like a big catch-all so we can see if like this customer came Grimco and they bought from us 100,000 but a year later they bought 
200,000, we're gonna go ahead and take credit for our booth saying because that was there, it put awareness to it and so we can get some credit. It's the only way we've been able to try to justify any of this stuff. Yeah, I'm not even sure how, I mean, I don't work on the marketing and, and the business side and the, the trade shows. I don't even know the direct cost. I just know these shows cost a ton of money and every single company I've worked at, which I haven't worked for a lot, but you know, I worked for five companies, six companies or something like that. Every single time show season comes around, the ROI of the show has been in question. Oh my God. Every you company. Even, I'm, I'm telling you, the you know, last so, three years, we've spent more every year and they keep asking, where's our ROI? Yeah. And sometimes it, it almost seems like you just want to go, hey, it's just a sunk cost. You have to spend it. If you don't spend it, nobody knows no about knows you. knows who you are, right. You know? Um, and then not only that, but, you know, within the industry itself. So let's, let's take out the customers. Let's just look at the vendors, the brands, the manufacturers. If you don't show up to a show, all of a sudden, you know, this is a small industry. They're like, did that right. company make it? Business? Are they out of business? Are, are they, are they okay? Good. So now you're losing kind of brand awareness. And then, you know, it's, it's, it's a thing where with the distributors, you have to go, hey, are you going to be at the show? No, we're not going to be there. And they're kind of like, I wonder, wonder how that company's doing. Like, they're not even at the show. It only happens once a year. But, you know, sometimes it also comes down to things that um, – Things that kind of don't matter, or they do matter, but things that are out of your control, like such as booth space. Why would you spend 10, 15, 20 grand for a booth out in Timbuktu that nobody's going to walk by? You know, you kind of want to be in prime location, but, you know, prime location costs a lot of money, and again, the ROI comes, uh, comes back. But what's important to see, I mean, outside of the show costs, I think it's... What's the ROI for the customers walking the show? I mean, do they really see value in stopping by and picking up printed uh, a printed guitar that was cut out by a Zun? You know, I mean, I don't know. It may be cool to bring home or something. But the people who are taking those things home are the people who don't have money to buy a Zun in the first place. I'll you know tell what you mean? what. I mean, I, I came to shows for as a, as a participant for 10 years. And I would go to the SCIA show since 1995. I went to that show. It was in downtown LA. This is back when they would switch it from one place or the other. And if you ever told me what did I really get from the show, it was basically the relationships with my suppliers going out after the show to dinners and talking with them. And it really, the show a lot of times was just walking through it real quick, seeing if there's something that people are talking about. But it really wasn't anything that I walked away from the show, except if there was something new to look at. Yeah, you know, it's. I, I think that if. I think if you spent your money somehow and you got all your customers and said, hey, we're doing a thing, and, you know, your best customers, and you fly them out somewhere, you know, and. You do, I don't know, like a, like a private show. I think you would get so much more attention. Whereas here, you know, it, it, it's pay for clicks, right? Yeah, no, I If you right can there. fly out a oh, hundred of your customers. What you're talking about sounds pretty, like an event. Yeah. So if you, let's say you fly out 50 customers. All expenses paid. You know, fly out to L.A. For, for two nights. You know, put you in a hotel. You get so much more me time because that's, that's what this industry needs. And that's what certain companies do so well is that relationship building right yeah. because we know this industry 
and I, I, you know, I don't know other industries, but this industry is very, very cost conscientious. And it's not about, you know, it's all, hey, I can get it from this guy for $5 less. It's like, well, you know what? If you could have, you should have just got off the phone with me because you calling me back has actually cost you an extra $5, right? So how much is your time worth, right? So, you know, but if you can get that time to sit around, well, not sit around, but be at a private event with some vendors and not necessarily talk shop, but have a beer, a wine, relax, and go, how's your family? How's, how's your business grown? Oh, is your son going to be a part of the business? You know, now that he's graduating one college, on one are you going to bring him in? Yeah. Maybe he's going to run production or something. You know, a lot of that. What does that do? That builds relationships. And when you build relationships, you want to you want to believe. And I think that it is the case that sometimes, hey, you know what? Five extra bucks. I'm OK with that because you know what? The guy brings it to me. You know, t- I, 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 he, this, he's got my back. It's the branding of your business to where they have the relationship. They feel like, hey, this company, they're people, they treat me like a team, I'm part of their business. And when you get this relationship that's like, they actually feel good doing business with you because you're like part of their team, then I think they will pay more. I mean, they do it in a lot of different industries where there's always something cheaper. I mean, even if you look at the mobile phone industry, I pay for Verizon for two phones, unlimited, Without including the phones, I'm paying $140. I could go to T-Mobile or Metro PC and get two phones for like $80. But I don't do it. And it's not a relationship that I have with Verizon. I'm paying more because for 20 years, I've had a good service and I really don't want to risk it with going to a T-Mobile. And I have no idea. It could be good at T-Mobile. But I'm sticking with this Verizon, paying twice as much. I don't know why. I wish I could get every customer I have to spend twice as much, but I'm trying to get them to spend, you know, 5% more with me. There's, there's a lot of things where, you know, in the day and age of this super fast information technology and, you know, news cycles that run 24 hours a day and all this stuff, I think a lot of people have really lost touch with their salespeople. They've lost touch with the people who are truly there to help them grow their business. And I think what happened also is that the creation of Amazon and some of these other, hey, you can just order online, has taken away from the salesperson. And now when a legit salesperson who is truly there to bring value to somebody's business gets shut down because they're like, I don't want to talk to you because they are perceived as the same as the other sales guy, right? There's no value add. So what happens like you're, is when, you're like that the telephone when they keep calling yeah, it's you like you just, about you solar just, panels. You just don't want to talk to them, right. you know? So unfortunately, all that has really wired down. I think a lot of people, they, they're starting to value their time, you know, sort of, you know? And they're like, I don't want to talk to you because too many people don't appreciate um, other people's time, even though they say they do. If you really do, what you should do is call and make an appointment. Right. Can I come by? No. You know, I got this I'm product. Busy. I got this product to show you. How about next week? Okay. When? You know, how about how about Tuesday at ten? Let me check. Um. Well, I don't have a lot of time. I just need five minutes. Oh, of your okay. Time. I'm good. You know. Come in. Okay. And now so, I'm prepared and ready. So, so 
Tuesday at 10, I'm gonna come by, I'm gonna talk about this product that I think is, is really gonna grow yeah. your company, okay? And I think that, you know, just looking at your sales, and I've been to your shop a million times, I think you'll really benefit from this. I just need five minutes. Five so minutes, good? and that, I'm gonna tell you more than that. I'm gonna show you something that's gonna work with the equipment that you have in your shop right now. And I know your business, because we've been apart friends and doing stuff for five years. I know what the business that you do. I'm gonna bring you something that you can do with your equipment that's gonna open up new markets for you. So I wanna help you marketing your company, giving you content, showing you new stuff without you having to spend any money. But here's something that I think is even more important than that sometimes that people lose track of. Even if you don't use this product, but this product is used in your industry, maybe you should know about it. At least know maybe about you it. should know that, you know what, I don't use this. But I wonder if my competitors are using right. this. You gotta know what, what you gotta know what's out there. Because how bad is it if a customer goes, Well, I called company X and then they said they have this, and you're like, I've never heard of it. Right. And the customer's like, How is this guy's never are you heard in of this it? Business? I was just there and he showed me and it was amazing. And he's never heard of it. I don't know if he's really the right company that I should be working with. I right? like it. It's it's being on the cutting no, edge. No, I hear right? It. So I think that a lot of the, the attendees are, you know, there's nothing new at the show, but the attendees, I think, um, every year they seem like they're getting smarter. They're, you know, it could be because they've just been in the industry a long time now, but we always have new blood. Well, the internet in. is there's always people coming and, and, and going, you know, but I think that, um, I think that the, there's, there's always opportunity. That's why I think the sign business is so awesome, and I don't understand why, um, how you can get stuck in the rut of oh you know it's uh, same I, I keep old thing. same old thing I keep losing out on these deals it's like you got to be a person that brings value and if you bring value like true value to your customers why why wouldn't they talk to you I have certain customers where I say hey I got this cool product can I come by to show you please come by because they know every single time you come you're showing them something cool and you know what at first you thought it would work for them. But after talking it over, it doesn't work for them. But you know what? The customer is like, hey, I'm glad you brought that by to my attention. So at least now I know. Perfect. Right? So, I love, and I think that's the whole deal with these shows is the customers can come out and see different suppliers, different factories selling either the same kind of stuff made a different way or new stuff that they haven't seen. So the, the show is a good way for them to see new products and possibly get interest in new things that they can offer to their customers and in the end grow their business. And that's what the, the, the ISA show is all about, is the customers putting the suppliers with their customers so that they can grow their businesses together. Well, and, and I think that, you know, just la last part of that is that, you know, the people who come here, I think, do want to grow their business, right? right? But it's really, Owners. yeah, it's really hard to have a, you know, there's a, if you come to the show, you want to see a bunch of stuff, especially if you're taking time out during the day, you're going to go, I need to go look at stuff. So as much as maybe you would like to stand around and talk to somebody about maybe a perforated window film for an hour, I mean, hey, I got other things to go look at, you know, and that's where maybe the follow-up call happens and, you know, hopefully the, if the conversation was good, you have a good follow-up, but again, 
you know, people don't even like answering their phones. You know, people <laughs> don't like know. answering emails. So then when you're trying to follow up, they don't like reading. You know, emails it's like, either. oh, I, I had such a great conversation with this dude, and then now I'm calling him, and he won't even answer the phone. You know, yeah, 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 you're nailing so it. That happens. So it, it happens so much, and it's it's almost again sunk costs. It's a cost of doing business. You gotta go to the shows because if you don't go to the shows, the company they, they think you're dead. They'll forget about yeah, you. Yeah, they're gonna forget about you. All right, Tommy. Well, thanks for your time this afternoon, and uh, we'll check in and we'll do some other discussions. We'll get more deep into the contravision on our next talk. Yeah. Thanks, James. <laughs>